1: GM GM everybody. How is everyone doing today? This lovely morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are.
2: Hello, hello, doing great. So happy to have everybody here. We have Illuminati, we have Sahil. Let me just try to bring Russ up and we'll have the whole panel. Sahil, how are you doing? Uh, are you able to hear us? Yes,
3: I can, Wax. Very well. Um, just
2: checking if you can hear me, too. Yep, yeah, everything is perfect. Love to have you on the space. Yo. I see you
4: just connected. Let's go. What up? What up? What up? Peace. What's up, everybody? How
2: y'all feeling? Hello, hello. Okay, looks like everybody's here. We already have a bunch of people. Uh, we have all our speakers, so... I say, let's jump right into it. Today, we have a space with IlluminFT. I think a lot of you already know him. He's been on our previous spaces. Uh, as well as, we have Sahil, who is represented from CreativesDAO. So, we'll talk more about the elections and what's going on with that, as well as updates from CreativesDAO today. And uh, I think even though our speakers are pretty famous in the ecosystem, it would be appropriate to still for everybody to give maybe a quick intro in case there are some new listeners here who don't know who we are. So uh, let's do that. And uh, then we'll jump right into questions.
4: Cool. I guess I'll go ahead. Uh, or let go ahead. Sahilda. The floor is yours, okay? Oh, no, go ahead, Russ. Go on. Just real quick, briefly for the uh, people that don't know, I'm Russ, Community Manager, aka t vibe Officer, over at the NDC. Uh, yeah, super ecstatic to be here, be amongst some great panelists, and uh, talk through CDAO, election overview, and everything in between.
3: Right, I'll go next. Hi, I'm Sahil, I'm uh, uh, the Council of Creators DAO been in the ecosystem for about two years now. And um, we uh, were one of the first DAOs to get Trust Instrument live. Um, Now we have communities and partnerships that we're looking at um, and uh, uh, ensuring that uh, we have a sustainable path forward. Uh, We're working on a lot of projects. We have about 80 communities that we fund, 80 plus from 25 nations. So we're one of the biggest DAOs in the ecosystem. And we're trying to grow more, and trying to grow cross-chain, trying to essentially help uh, near uh, come to light in various areas.
2: Illuminati, uh, you wanna? I know everybody knows you anyway, but you wanna give a quick intro for the new people. Hopefully, we have some on this space. <laughs> Sure.
1: So I'm Illuministi. I look after uh, governance and operations at the GWG. Uh, we are stewards in bringing V1 governance live in the Near Digital Collective, and I'm here to help. You know, enlighten you on um, the election, the processes, what governance is about, why it matters, and you know why it's important um, for all the different nodes, like creatives marketing DAO and all the up-and-coming work groups to really focus on the upcoming elections uh, and help you know build a better decentralized near
2: you know I think that would actually be a great place to start uh, what you just mentioned you know what governance is about and why it is important so if you want to kick off the space with that I think that'd be a great intro
1: Right. So the NDC puts the community at the driving seat when it comes to ecosystem growth and funding. The NDC has been designed to allow the community to come together and vote on what we believe is the most important things to grow this ecosystem. Um, you know, at its essence, there are four core parts to the NDC. The most important is the voting body, that is each and every one of you. To be a voter, all you need to do is to get an I am human SBT. Um, and it just requires a quick three step face scan. And, um, you know, uh, you get your SBT and you're eligible to vote. Voters are able to appoint. Uh, You know, members of the different houses, and we'll dive in that in a second. They have the ability to veto large budget items and recurring items, and they have the ability to dissolve whole bodies of government if they don't like how they're performing. They are the most important branch of our government. Uh, The next is the House of Merit, and this is the decision-making body around funding. So this will be start off as a group of 15 um, members uh, from the community that are elected um, who you know put together and examine proposals to fund different parts of the ecosystem and different activities within the ecosystem um, they have a a bit, of, a bit of other responsibilities as well but we'll dive into that in in further sessions i'll, I'll keep this uh, kind of surface level for the time being. The next body is the Council of Advisors, and they are like the veto body. So they make sure and they have the capacity to veto any proposals that are approved by the House of Merit. It's one of the first and core checks and balances we have in the body of government. They also help set and define kind of definition, or the 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 kind of uh, objective for the Congress. So what are the general things we're caring about in, in this Congressional session? Uh, What are the important growth factors we see for the ecosystem? What is the overall direction we want to go? What's our North Star? Uh, and then the final body is the transparency commission and they're like the investigatory body they key ensure that all of the members of office are uh, you know held to the highest standards and so they have the ability to investigate uh, you know uh, when a member of office breaks the the code of conduct if they don't declare conflicts of interest if they act in you know um, any um, uh, bad way. And they have the ability to investigate, to remove, and to ban. Um, There's various other checks and balances that these bodies have, but on the top level, this is kind of the most important stuff to get across, and so let's go to a few core facts, you know how can you run in the election? You've got to be an OG, we've got a defining criteria around that, and it's typically around your time in the ecosystem and the impact you've made, if you've been a part of the foundation or pagoda for over a year and a half and have been consistently involved in the ecosystem since then, if you have been an OG in the space that has Continued to be, you know, a key opinion leader, doing meaningful things, being a part of projects, uh, and have done noteworthy things. Uh, if you've received a bounty from uh, the GWG in the effort of bringing uh, our governance live, are kind of some of the the few criteria. You can find much more on the I Am Human website when you go to apply to be an OG. And we've got an independent committee that goes through all of the applications to uh, uh, approve and uh, award OGs with their OG SBT. And once you have that SBD, you can go and nominate yourself to run in the election. So the final part I want to cover is a like core timeline. So right now, we're in the nomination stage. This means that those who have their OG SBTs are able to nominate, uh, self-nominate themselves and start to count campaign. Um, we will be doing this up until the elections, which start on September 8, and then they run for two weeks. Once the elections take place and are finished, there is kind of a, about a week-ish period to tally up all the votes, you know, deal with any claims that may come in via the whistleblower program. And on October 1st, the first Congress starts and all of our elected body Goes live, so yeah, that's like a super high level overview. Happy to dive in to other parts f- further on the spaces, but um, I think that's the that's the election overview for you.
4: True. Wow, what a lot to digest there! Thank you, Illuminifty, for giving us that. I think there's a uh, so many great points we can really dive into. Definitely want to open up the creative th- or give a space for Asahu to talk through how the creatives now is looking to get involved in the upcoming election. What does that kind of look like for you guys? We have
3: a few members that have uh, enrolled, uh, about five people right now. And one of the things that we want to do is to talk about what All Creatives DAO has been doing in the past year, past two years. Because I think there's so much information flow going on right now that it's difficult for people to really, uh, you know, know what all has happened in uh, within DAO. So one of the goal is through these uh, campaigns and through these, uh, you know, when you're trying to rally uh, communities to vote for our uh, representatives to talk about what impact has DAO created. And it's huge. I mean, we have over 50, 54,000 NFTs minted uh, uh, on Mintbase, and this is by various communities, from Brazil to Africa to India to Philippines, uh, Vietnam, and so many other places, um, we have um, a, a lot of on-chain transaction. I think we had one of the most. We had about hundred uh, top DAOs which were active on AstroDAO as per our last uh, um, uh, on-chain analysis that we did. So there are so many things that have happened, and we want to ensure that we talk about what has happened historically, what we did and what our path in the future is. Um, And of course, while we're doing this, we want all our representatives to talk about how they, uh, what their vision is. How would they like to bring a change in the ecosystem? So these are a few things that uh, we want to focus on uh, and I can dive more into it, um, but I would like to kind of allow more
2: space for people to kind of ask questions. Yeah, for sure. We have all these questions planned and we'll make sure during this space we do a really deep dive into creatives now. Uh, just a couple of things I would want to say here. So first of all, we have a link uh, link to the space pinned uh, in the space. So please, guys, you know, support the NDC space. As Illuminati mentioned, it's all about putting community in the driver's seat. So the first thing we need to do for that is make sure community is aware of what's going on and the message is delivered to them and is heard by various different corners of near community. So if you everybody could like retweet that really greatly helps, you know, algorithm knows what's going on as well as if you are a leader of a community and you have your near community, please share the space there. That would help a lot to onboard your community and just boost NDC in general, as well as I wanted to say that in the end, we will have a Q&A uh, section. So if you want to ask any questions, anybody on the panel, CreativesDAO, uh, Illuminati uh, Ross or me, uh, feel free to request and we'll make sure to bring you up. And uh, yeah, with that being said, uh, Safi I think that's a great time right now to dive deeper into CreativesDAO, uh, kind of like the things you mentioned, that's the same things we wanted to go over. And uh, I think it'd be great to maybe start with a backstory, sort of how CreativesDAO started and, uh, you know, the path from then to where it is right now. Absolutely.
3: Uh, CreativesDAO started with uh, Createbase and uh, uh, it uh, was a part of Minbase back in the days, I think two years back. Um, and Minbase had uh, different priorities. They wanted to focus more on tech and the spin uh, the spin out was CreativesDAO became its own entity. And we had um, uh, other councils, namely Chloe, uh, Rebecca, James, and a few other people from the community. And um, And councils kept changing and direction kept changing till last year, where um, what happened was that uh, there were a lot of, uh, uh, there were very um, easy guidelines for funding to be received, which kind of created a space for um, entities that would come and, you know, uh, ask for funding, which, and we wouldn't see a lot of value in that. So last year, when we joined, we uh, wanted to create uh, metrics and guidelines, which would be in line with our values and in near uh, nears values so to kind of understand what those values are we created a post where we asked the community what are the three things that you think three words that come to your mind when you think about creatives dao and near and we received you know a huge uh, uh, participation and we realized that um, a lot of words were uh, basically overlapping transparency decentralization uh artist being supported we took these words and those became our values and then we created a metric system to measure each value um based on the proposal that we receive so if a proposal comes in we want to ensure that those proposals are delivering or living up to those values and of course we had kpis uh, included in that so if you are uh um, if you're a, a if you're being a, if you're a DAO that is requesting funds, are you just one person, two person, or do you have a more decentralized um, uh, team of people working towards it? Um, what is the value prop like? Are you bringing in what kind of value are you going to bring? Can this really grow into a bigger community? Um, how much on chain activity would you show? What are the internal dApp interactions that you would have? So based on these metrics, you would get scores, and based on that score, whether you will get approved or not. The best part, Wax, is that this was done by community participation and it was months of effort that uh, happened on the forum where there was a lot of feedback from not only creatives community, but various other communities. And um, we basically now have a metric system, which is an iterative system which keeps changing with uh, the needs of the ecosystem and creatives. So that's what we've been up to till about um, last year, Feb, I think. Um, then what happened was we, um, uh, uh then NDC kind of was going to come to life V0 and, um, we had to establish our trust instrument and we got busy, you know, ensuring that everything is kind of, uh, put into place. So the community, our funding had just restored, um, because we were kind of uh, reshaping everything. And once that got restored, we went into, uh, NDC V0 where we created our trust instrument, And again, the charter was uh, looked at, again, the metric system was looked at and we refined it further to ensure that it, again, matches what we're trying to do. Um, What happened there was we created uh, two groups, basically. One was for community funding and one was for partnerships. And these partnerships are to bring in people from outside into our ecosystem and to leverage our community and use our community in various other platforms. Um, and to ensure that you know we can grow better as an ecosystem, so that is what direction. This is the kind of direction that we're essentially taking right now. It's been about three months, and uh, one of the uh, um, achievements, so to speak, uh, we can say is uh, we're sponsoring ETH Milan as the title sponsor, and we have uh, various community members putting a big uh, uh, show there, and they're representing what they're doing. We'll be onboarding about a thousand wallets there. Um, and educating people about what NEAR does. And I think it uh, will be very good for NEAR branding because it'll be DAO and NEAR and uh, people would know what all has been happening, not just, you know, on-chain, but in real life. Um, and it will help us tap into communities in Milan and just have uh, a bigger presence in the, the, the wider Web 3 ecosystem.
4: Love it. Love it. I think uh, that's a very important thing. I know a lot of people in the community have been talking about Ith Milan and there has been rumblings from some community members discussing what is the actual validity of it, or h- how does it benefit to the community? Um, so definitely would just love to hear you talk through that and how it can be, and how beneficial it is to the community, getting members involved, engaged, activation-wise, and, and what that looks like. What are... Basically, you guys' vision and kind of deliverables for it.
3: Sure. I think one of uh, the issues with uh, artists that are in Web3 and they're not on Near is because, well, there are two primary issues that I kind of found when I was trying to talk to various artists in Web3 who are big on other chains. One thing was that they didn't even know what is Creative DAO, you know, so lack of visibility and... um, um, uh, you know uh, how do you participate what do you do that was one of the big issues the second thing was they don't find it cool they don't find near cool and they don't know and that's just a you know weird thing but that's what it is and they're like we don't know if there's a community well, we have communities on tezos on polygon but we don't even know what's going on in near and uh, we have no idea why should we even participate how can uh, you know near help us so the idea to do this is to not only um, you know have our branding in uh, one of the biggest event but also to for our communities to come and represent there and showcase what they all have been up to because if you just talk from the DAO standpoint if a council goes and talks about well I'm a creatives DAO member or you know this is what we do uh, it, it, the, the impact isn't that much but when a collective goes there and represents themselves and showcases things that's a way bigger impact and that's what we want to showcase, that we have members from so many places doing brilliant things, and we are growing in size, and we want uh, more support, and we want more participation, and this is how we can um, help Web3 artists to basically you know, uh, grow on our chain. That's one of the reasons. But that's not the only thing, because, of course, we'll be onboarding a lot of people in real life. The vision is to have um, a platform for DAO where all the on-chain activity of existing communities and members who come in from other chains and, you know, other places, non-Web3, Web2, can in a very simple manner get onboarded, get educated through an uh, educational onboarding flow um, and they all can exist there. So we want to ensure that by the time ETH Milan reaches, we're already working with uh, SHOT to get that uh, um, Creative Dao Planet, the interim name, uh, as we have it, to kind of come to vision. So every thing that has happened in the past and things that will happen in the future can be reflected in one place and we can use that to ensure that most of the people who are coming to um, ETH Milan can then directly be onboarded uh, in a very simple flow um, and we use that platform to basically keep growing further so it's ETH Milan is more like an activation event for the platform that we essentially would
2: have by then. Love it thank you so much Sahil, for all the energy and information you bring to this space. Um, So I also would want to ask maybe to get a little more specific about what Creatives Dao does. You know, creatives is a very wide term and uh, specifically for me, and I think maybe a lot of people in the space who are unaware of specifically what creative Dao does or have never been to Forum and checked out the proposal, maybe you could uh, sort of, digested into uh no more specific initiatives the creative dao support of what types of initiatives and maybe where we can see uh the impact of creatives dao today in the new ecosystem absolutely um i think we
3: have a gamut of things from dao records which is um and uh, a DAO that uh, allows artists to uh, mint their NFTs on-chain and help them with um, whatever a music label would do, but everything on-chain. And they've been creating waves everywhere. We have the first, uh, uh, um, what was that? The Grammy winner uh, uh, musician whose NFT is minted on near by DAO Records, uh, which is part of Creative's DAO. So starting from there, and so many different projects um we have marma j chloe's project which is doing a lot of gaming and development uh and we've been supporting that for a while i mean chloe was the one who basically started it off but there has been so much development in the marma j section um, they have been working on four games right now uh, and Creative dao supports that um, a few other projects that are good are beat dao where um, um, multiple musicians from you know uh, various countries are creating uh, different kinds of sounds, they're doing events in metaverse, uh, they're also doing in real life events and meetups, so a lot essentially is happening. Um, what else can I give you as examples? Um, we have uh, Filipino Artist Guild, which is expanding and getting artists from uh, Philippines, we have Vietnamese artist now, uh, and they're getting artists from um, uh, Vietnam, and they're doing real-life events um, almost on a monthly basis to onboard people to, you know, in real life explain to them what are the benefits because um, I think there's also this human interaction that is very important and a lot of our communities in the past have focused on um how to get uh, uh, people to, you know, change their uh, viewpoint about Web3 because it sounds very technical and, you know, dense sometimes. And um, a lot of these communities have been working really hard. Um, We have so many communities in Africa. We have uh, AfroStar. We have uh, uh, Howell leading a community which was basically um, uh, uh, had a Guinness Books of World Record uh, created for uh, the longest uh, uh, music session done which was which lasted about a week or so um, and all these things have uh, been mentioned but again it kind of gets lost in the amount of information that we see um, more examples let me think, what are the more examples yeah these are probably the pilot pilot examples. We also onboarded a community from India of 45,000 architects called Dimension. Uh, They're working on uh, uh, basically creating their uh, own marketplace once they have a sizable amount of uh, architects that are Web3 educated. Because architects have technical drawings, 3D assets, I mean, that's their job. But we don't have any marketplace for them. So they want to ensure that they do that and they already have a community. So we have various, you know, it's not like one line of goal. But we have been working in a way where communities that are web2 can get onboarded to web3 and we make you know, it very simple for them. Uh, artists that are in web3 can come onto our chain and essentially you know, develop more um, projects here uh, and have all of this now in future, basically, to come on one platform. So these are basically some of the examples of uh, our communities who have been doing brilliant work um, we have Dede Woku Shrine uh, in Africa, who he's been and he's also one of the uh, uh, members Who's he's one of the uh, applicants for uh, House of Merit. Um, he's been doing some phenomenal work. He has his own podcast and his, uh, uh, he's starting a radio show, which is not only going to be in Nigeria, but also in New York. He's partnered with people all around the world. Uh, doing some massive um, uh, artist um, uh, um, onboards boards who are creating uh, afro beats they have their own music label so we are basically leveraging distribution networks of existing communities to kind of come on and build via creative style so these are some of the examples that um, you know
4: I, that come to my mind right now love it love it shout out to all the amazing things all the you know, communities coming out of Creative Downs, shout out to Day Day and the Shrine family. They've been doing some amazing work. I think how, how they've been cultivating community, not only in Africa, but across, you know, the diaspora as a whole and globally. And, you know, what the community has done to activate, cultivate, I think it's so special. You know, Vanessa, shout out to you in the crowd. We have some other candidates in this space as well. I guess to, to tie it back to kind of election overview, and with the you know elections being in less than 30 days, in an ideal world, what can we expect from some of the candidates who are coming up in the, out of the creatives party, per se, um, if you kind of had to paint that picture? Or maybe a better question yet to ask is, what would be the call to action for OGs, part of the Creative Now community, to nominate and to participate in, in, in the party?
3: I mean, there's no call to action because these will be not just, uh, you know, they won't be just representing Creative DAO, but uh, looking at the wider ecosystem for growth. So um, I cannot answer on their behalf because this is going to be an, an individual objective of, you know, how they basically um, look at the growth of ecosystem. So it is not for me to honestly comment on because I've not nominated myself. Um, I don't know if I will or not. Um, but people who have if We'll have to ask them this question directly, of course, because they come from creatives DAO and they know what has been going on. Uh, it's a matter of heart, right? Uh, but it also uh, a matter of uh, um, how do we align in future when we're going forward. What are the developments that creatives DAO can do that will directly impact the ecosystem? So, just to kind of drop some alpha, um, we're in. This Creatives dark Planet that I've been talking about, um, we are basically trying to create a creatives public goods uh, um, builder group. And the creatives public group idea came from Zeitwap Zeitwarp, Zeitwarp uh, is going to start um, uh, something for uh, individual artists, which we've been lacking for a while. And all these, the problem is that, you know, um, right now money was coming in and going out. What we want to do is we want to give retroactive payments where people come in improve their work ensure that you know things are done and then those payments are made so that what that is what zaippa will be leading with individual artists and in bringing the best and the most cutting edge kind of work to near ecosystem and he's been in the art scene for a very long time and uh, probably the right player to do this then we have the uh, creative public good Biddle or builder uh, working group or a community which will be laser focused on ensuring that more components which are creatively inclined are built on boss So it's not just, um, uh, you know, let's do uh, 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 art, but, well, how do we ensure that we are adding to the tech side? How can we create some tech which is helping more creatives to come on board? Uh, How can we create tech which is helping the entire ecosystem? So that's going to be the vision of how uh, that working group kind of, you know, um, uh, builds further. Yeah. So I cannot, you know, comment on what individuals would be essentially doing, but Considering that these things are going on in the ecosystem, people who are representing CreativesDAO or become, you know, uh, members of House of Merit, uh, even if they're not members from CreativesDAO, I think we have so much to kind of, you know, share in terms of how we're looking at uh, development of the ecosystem. It would just be more artillery in their, you know. Uh, in their arsenal to talk about why it is important for creatives DAO to be a part of this ecosystem so i think of course they'd be representing these things that we're doing but further than that uh, it's uh, it's the house of merit when they kind of organize themselves it's
2: their call as to how they want to take it forward yep and i think something worth saying here is that ndc will be well ndc in the face of uh, ndc twitter you know we'll be definitely organizing a series of spaces with election candidates and some type of debates or otherwise like a platform for them to present their vision and uh, their case for near so there will definitely be a time and place i think for all the candidates to come up and speak publicly about how they want to move this ecosystem forward um, so you know, you mentioned the sort of like the art side, the tech side. I also wanted to ask whether CreativesDAO, you know, has any pipelines to help those creatives that are being onboarded to then connect with a wider community on near and sort of uh, get the, the eyes of the community on what those creatives are creating. Yeah, and this CreativesDAO planet essentially solves
3: that because if you see right now, everything is happening in you know. M- 10 places there's a telegram chat there's near a forum there are these twitter spaces discussions are happening somewhere else so you want to combine all of this you know instead of having a, a dao record mint base somewhere else Mooti dao you know uh, their uh, mint base account somewhere else it's not really shown so when new people kind of come in we want to ensure that everything firstly is displayed there so they can look at what kind of work it already has happened have a very seamless simple process for them to get onboarded and the process would look something like that where if i come in as it was going to be a you know uh, educational flow of sorts um, how i like to kind of call it where when a person who has no idea about you near know, but is a creative uh, the person will come and there will be you know a question are you you know do you, uh welcome to creative now do you want to join uh, as a member yes do you have a wallet no this is where you get a wallet from. Um, do you? Uh, do, um, we have various things that we do. You can mint uh, an NFT. You can have these near hub uh, spaces that you can explore. These are the communities. Um, do have do you have a mint base account? No. This is the video. This is how you create it. Once they have that, they kind of get an NFT for you know uh, completing the task. So by the end of this flow, they're completely educated by about what all is happening in Creative DAO but also other dApps that exist within near ecosystem. So they have a layer level one idea of this is how, you know, this ecosystem kind of exists. And that's the problem right now, that when people come in, they're just everywhere. They don't know where to go, where to put the proposal, what that proposal looks like. And it becomes very difficult for people to kind of write those proposals. So we want to make that proposal flow also very simple. Um, and you know, in line with uh, uh, instead of having it on forum, it would go on forum, but it can all be on this platform. So when a person comes in, they get educated. They can either join existing DAOs, explore them, or start their own community and start interacting because everything is going to be built on Boss. So a lot of you know uh, uh, Boss components and uh, will be displayed on this uh, platform. So once that happens, they can explore Boss and. Uh, that's how they can get introduced to the ecosystem. But the main thing is for people to, when they, new people, when they come in, it sh- we should make it easy for them to uh, uh, get educated in the simplest manner without making it too dense and, you know, just go to 18 links. It should be in one place where they understand everything by the end of it. And then it's easier for them to participate in the ecosystem.
2: hundred percent. I think it's so important to simplify those processes so people can come and contribute easier um you know i think uh, i would like to ask uh, this question you know so as i understand um with uh, ndc foreman and community treasury uh the processes by which uh funding works for grassroots daos right and uh, creatives dao being one of them uh is changing uh so if you could like touch on that and sort of maybe not specifically on funding but uh what is the place of creatives DAO, you know, within the NDC? And I think afterwards, maybe Illuminati could give us an overview of uh, the relationship between NDC or community treasury and uh, between various grassroots DAOs.
3: In in the sense, back like, sorry, I didn't get the question clearly.
2: Uh, well, I, I guess uh, how did, uh, now that the NDC has uh, begun sort of, and uh as far as i know right the funding mechanisms are changing uh, uh what is like the role of uh you know creatives dao uh, in this uh, new near world that we're building i mean we
3: don't really know what uh, the uh mechanisms or, uh, you know, the process would look like when V1 comes in, how do you request funding? But I'm presuming that it's going to be a quarterly, half yearly bill that would be submitted from, or a proposal that would be submitted from DAO's side, which is in line with KPIs and vision of uh, the new uh, governing bodies that have come in for V1. Um, and we're quite happy to, you know, um, um, kind of uh, adapt to that process because, Web 3 changes every second day, and well, we have adapted so much from the time um, we as councils came in, forget about, you know, since Creative dao started. So we do not know what the process would look like um, if that was your question, Wax, but um, once it kind of comes into order, I don't think it would take us uh, a lot of time to integrate because... Um, like I said, we were the first ones to kind of, you know, get our uh, trust instrument live and created a lot of these uh, processes, which were also then uh, uh, taken forward for new grassroots communities that are joining the uh, V1 movement. So in that way, we were the pioneers of helping along with, of course, GWG was the one who was, you know, helping us a lot with this, but we were the first ones to ensure that all the processes are set um, uh, getting in touch with the trustees, ensuring that, you know, things are happening in order and there's so much back, you know, uh, back and work that that goes into it, talking to the lawyers, doing et cetera. Um, all those things were done in the fastest manner to ensure that there is no, uh, gap in funding and communities can keep building. Um. So I'm sure whatever process kind of comes in, we would be able to adapt and ensure
2: that uh, it is more in line with what uh, the larger vision is. Got it. Yeah, Uh, I think I probably should have phrased it differently. No, I didn't mean to focus it so much around funding, but more of, uh, you know, uh, what changed in creatives DAO since uh, the NDC started happening, sort of. But I guess you can answer that.
3: Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, a few things actually changed uh the process became more streamlined and faster because earlier uh, when uh, communities had to request a grant the process was very long you know you request uh, uh, you basically put a proposal up it's reviewed once you have uh, uh, once you've been approved you send a poll on Astro which uh, uh, other communities would vote or the councils would vote and then that poll link is put in and the document is sent to near foundation and that would take, you know, how many other days it would take. So this time um, would really impact uh, people who are building. And if we're trying to build, there needs to be some kind of uh, uh, um, uncertainty needs to kind of come down a bit. So I think this has streamlined our process and funding, uh, you know, has become way more streamlined. Um, once, there is uh, once the uh, amount is kind of approved um, we receive funds in our treasury and we deploy it very quickly so that has definitely helped which um, um, you know doesn't put uh, communities in a limbo as to what's going on should, you know we've planned our uh, uh, events and ama and meets and uh, you know uh, live events and stuff but we can't do because we're waiting so that kind of uncertainty has definitely uh, you know been ruled out and it's a much uh, quicker process.
2: Love it. Thank you so much. Uh, I guess it would be great to hear from uh, Illum nft I'm sorry, we sort of focused on Creative DAO for most of the space, but uh you know, would love to hear sort of uh, the same question, but from the NDC perspective like, uh, what's going on with grassroots DAOs and just in general, like the relationships over there?
1: Sure. So, look, a, a core part of the NDC is to reestablish grassroots-style funding. Uh but the biggest difference between this and, you know, the way grants were done in the past is that it's a lot more localized to decision-makers within those parts of the ecosystem. I think one of the challenges we saw in the past was, you know, um, and you can't fault the individuals for trying, but, you know, uh, not having domain experts make decisions on um, things within their verticals. So the NDC creates an opportunity for those that are the most passionate and the most, you know, uh, uh, domain specific experts in their respective verticals to come together and to put together charters and budgets to define how they see growing and seeding their parts, their respective parts of the ecosystem. So I think grassroots is very much ingrained into the efforts of the NDC from from the onset. And if you look at how the NDC's evolved from time, from the stipulate from its like initial inception, the idea that Ilia came up with um, way back when about a year ago to what it is now, all of the major efforts has been gone uh, went into, um, you know, enabling the community and pushing grassroots initiatives. I think one of the core things is, you know, no longer seeing this thing called the House of Stake, which put some degree of decision-making capacity into those who held the biggest bags of near that were staked, and rather reverting to a system of one person, one vote, um, you know, bringing on a more democratic system and really putting in decision-making capacity into the community at, at large. Um, I think uh, there's a lot of uh, for for us to see of what will happen once the governance is live, and I encourage all of the work groups to you know go and apply for funding, participate in the electoral processes, be as hand-on as possible. Um, And, you know, uh, I also encourage those who are sitting on the sideline uh, to really think about what they care for the most, and if they don't see that being uh, represented in the early onset of DAOs that are looking to step forward and, you know, apply for funding, um, that they should do the same. Uh, I, you know, I think one of the beautiful things we'll see from governance is the natural selection process. Uh, you know, we're going to see a lot of uh, work groups come together, apply for funding. Uh, some will get it, some won't. Uh, and you know, the first time round, it's it's exciting because there's lots of experiments. But I'm very interested to see the second time round funding is requested from the House of Merit, uh, because this is where things re- change from just uh, you know. Uh, dispersing funding into the ecosystem to being very thought-out decision-making around the impact of those funds being spent. Uh, You know, we always talk about governance at the NDC and we've started to talk a lot more about culture, but I still can't stress enough economics. I think this is the trifecta of the NDC. It's governance, culture, and economics. What are the initiatives that are coming out of these work groups that will stimulate a greater transactional velocity in this ecosystem? What will reduce the Gini coefficient so we have a more balanced ecosystem in terms of NIR holders? Uh, what will we do to to encourage and see uh, you know the creation or recreation of that 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 spending class on NIR? where people are buying things on-chain again and you know, using their near within the ecosystem as opposed to taking it out to an exchange and changing it into fiat. Um, so I'm very excited to see what's on the horizon for the NDC. Uh, there's a lot of very talented people from a variety of different work groups, new and existing, that are putting together proposals and, and charters and budgets now. And, you know, I'm, I'm super excited to see what what comes of it once governance is live. So, yeah, I think this is a massive experiment in grassroots funding.
4: Wow. A lot of great gems there. I love that piece about culture, you know, economics. And what was that last that last Holy Trinity, that trifecta?
5: Yes. Governance. Love
4: it, man. Major. I hope you all taking notes. Definitely wanted to follow up with that. You talked about it briefly. And just for the OGs in the crowd, right, who might be on the sidelines watching, waiting to see what happens, right? Um, could you maybe speak to them, maybe give a word of encouragement, a, a a reason why they should run, and maybe some tips on for running a successful campaign? Yeah, so
1: let's start with the Why? you're an OG. What does that mean? That means you've been here for a while. You've seen the highest highs. You've seen the lowest lows. You've seen your vertical grow to incredible heights. You've seen it, you know, thin out and dry out. And, you know, I, I frankly, and I personally see the NDC as one of the last bastions of hope for our ecosystem. Um, and I think I'm not alone in that sentiment. I think a lot of us have put blood, sweat and tears into building the communities we've built, into building the products we've built, into spreading the word of Near. And, you know, if you've been graced with an OGSBT OG or you have the capacity to get one, then don't sit on the sideline. You know, what was the point of going through all that effort? What was the point of the year plus time you spend in this ecosystem to be silent now? This is your time to step up and to make a difference. Get your voices heard, rally your community. You know, you. I know you all have thoughts about the way things should be run. We've all had these conversations. If I was in charge, I could do it better. We'll do it, you know, stop arguing, stop bickering, stop complaining and run, make a difference. Now's that chance, you know, uh, we have this opportunity to really take charge of our ecosystem and make it better. And so we could be defeatist and we could complain, oh, you know, things are down and they're not working, or we could do something about it. Now Now there's that chance. And, you know, I'd rather have you try and run and not win than to sit there with the regret of never trying at all because you've not been here and spent all this time to give up now. So, yeah, that's that's the why. And the how-to, that's simple. Go to I Am Human. uh, Go get your OGSBT. And go and nominate, and then go and campaign. We'd love to have all of you on these spaces, right? You, you, you have my doors always open. You always have my my time of day. Um, let's get your voices out there. I think it's super important because there's a lot of different stories that are coming out of this ecosystem that need to be heard. And you know, uh, I think we have a lot of qualified and incredible builders and and community members in this space that are still blood, sweat, and tears in this ecosystem. So it's time to rally.
2: Love it, love it. I also think it's worth adding that uh, this election, as far as I remember, is only going to be for a six-month term. So in, even if you don't win in this term, six months flies by in a second. So there will be more chances for everybody. And uh, we're fifty minutes into the space. Uh, I think that's a good point to open up for questions or doesn't have to be questions if just like anyone from the audience wants to come up contribute anything ask anything or just speak their mind uh would love that we do have already a couple of requests especially would love to see you know the ogs coming up maybe some candidates this is of course not the space to promote your candidacy but of course ogs and candidates are sort of Uh, Part of the core near community, so would love to hear the opinions of those people and uh, everyone else as well. As if it's just your first time hearing about NDC, your question is equally as valuable. So just encouraging everyone to come up here. I see a lot, a lot of prominent people in And wax, let me hop
4: in there real quick. Just a preface for the Q and A's. I would like to just start state and say, if you do have a question, ask in a, a a non combative way in a way that is, uh, yeah, we don't want to cause an argument back and forth in that situation. There's enough toxicity in the ecosystem as is, so definitely just want to preface say and ask in a, a way that uh, is clear and non-combative and point figures.
2: Well, what's going on there in the background? But uh, definitely, I don't think we had this problem so far on the spaces, although I do have to admit some of the NDC chats get pretty angry, so I understand where you're coming from, but uh, let's hope everything will be okay and jump to the first question. We have the legendary Sheldon Deer with us today. Sheldon, feel free to unmute yourself.
5: Hey, guys. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely agree that, you know, this is an important move for Near and this is my third bear market, so I, I've seen lots of things come and go. I still have Feathercoin in some of my wallets, for example. That's some some dusty old stuff if y'all don't know about it. But I think that in um, you know moments like this, it, it is absolutely standard and normal that a lot of people would sort of uh, not be uh, present for you know value acquisition because lots of people do just take what capital they can and extract and. You know, I think a lot of us here in this conversation and on Twitter in general, you know, we we came to NIR because we believe in its principles, we believe in its concept. Um, I'm a big fan of the tech. You know, I, I'm grateful that it's attracted a lot of interesting creatives and people who are focused on, you know, public good and the way Ilya likes to say it, the open web. So I, I did uh, want to encourage others to run as well. I, I think that it's, you know, worth having your your voices heard in a, Um, appropriate manner that is not just diplomatic but recorded and you know i think that that's a little bit easy for a lot of us to say hey i I just want to make comments like yes of course but if you do really appreciate near and if you are genuinely interested to see the future of this protocol because it has been moving forward even in a bear market um, i just want to encourage anyone who's eligible to run um, it's definitely worth the trouble You know, there's other things that I do with my time that take a lot more effort for me and take a lot more research and time. But I think that uh, participating in the different houses that have elections open, you know, these things aren't super time demanding, but they are really critical for the ecosystem. So I just wanted to echo you guys and say that, hey, if you haven't gotten your near SBT yet, please consider it. Um, I'll post under um, under the spaces here what the terms and conditions are, because lots of people, you know, they're a little concerned about the sort of KYC aspect of the SBT, and you gotta understand this is a, a normal problem that every not just crypto ecosystem, but tech you know tech companies deal with um, is identity. So um, to that point, I'll, I'll post some uh, short reading about the terms and conditions if you want to know who the enforcing officer is for GDPR and you know who custody's your data and how. Um, I did some you know small digging on that in order to, to make that easier for people to read about. So, just want to encourage folks to run, and uh, I'll post it under the space. So, not much of a question, but just wanted to chime in with that to make sure people know the the deal about the SPTs, and you know that it is worth the trouble.
2: Yep, yeah, and just to add on to that, uh, on the topic of SBT, as far as I know, there is no KYC; it's just a face scan verification. So, do whatever you want with that information, but uh, just for the context. Thank so, you. Uh, <laughs> Sheldon, I love
1: that point. Thank you for the encouraging words. And just to clarify a few things here. Um, the So if you want an OGSBT, there's no requirement to have a face scan for that. If you want to vote, you have to do the face scan to get the I am human SBT. Um, if you want to be paid in the ecosystem in any form via the NDC, be it uh, in a body of government, or be it as a project requesting, there is a full KYC process for that. Um, and when Sheldon refers to the terms and conditions and those points, that is reflective of both that KYC process and the face scan process. Uh, but you know, I understand it's a, a point of contention for many people. Uh, if you're an OG that doesn't wanna face scan, and doesn't wanna get paid, but still wants to run uh, uh, and still do it, there's not a need um, to, to, to do any face scan or KYC then. But that being said, I, I will state a few things for the future, NDC v2, if we will, you know, the next phases of governance. The, the face scan to prove your uniqueness and your humanity is something we put together for our MVP to get governance live as soon as possible because we we've heard the community everyone's hungry everyone's hurting they want funding they want direction uh, they want to see that you know people care. Um, you know, we will explore other ways once governance is live um, to prove uniqueness so that the I am human face scan is one of a plethora of ways to prove your uniqueness. Now, when it comes down to getting funding, be it, uh, you know, as a, a member of government or as a project applying for funding, there is a KYC process you'll have to go through like you would have for, you know, any other grand scheme you've ever been involved with in a, in a layer one or a layer two but yeah that uh, just a few points for clarity there
5: thanks for clearing that up guys uh, apologies for the the distortion there
2: no definitely no distortion i think great contributions to the conversation as well as i have pinned uh, uh what sheldon mentioned so if anybody was interested to review those they're pinned up in the space and uh yeah, I think uh, let's move on to another question we have. It is the AMA time. So we have Light with us here today. Uh, Light, feel free to unmute yourself and
0: contribute. Yeah, well, thanks for bringing me up. Um, I have just two questions. And the first one to creatives style. I'd like to know if they have plans for individual artists. Like, I've been on space since you started and... I've heard that you actually fund communities. Like, do you really have plans for individual artists, people that are not really yet uh, gotten to a point where they have a community and um, if not, they actually building, let me say, they have probably a page, their Twitter page, where they actually post their works and actually have plans to start something. Do you have plans for individual artists like that? And... My other question to if is that um as regards the upcoming election, like has there been a conclusion um actually in the oG community, and uh, I see so many people with different suggestions as to to voting and to cut down the place of people being um, actually doing some unreasonable activities to actually gets the post like is there um, a real conclusion yet as to the criteria explicitly to, to voting do you really need to hold some near or probably have some things to to vote when the time comes? Thank you.
3: That's like I'll just answer the first question um we actually first of all we know that it's been a problem that we do not have uh, uh, you know any mechanism for individual artists to get funded but very soon uh, you will see that um i just mentioned uh, before uh, uh, um, while i was uh, uh, explaining a few things that um, zeitwop will be putting up something which will help um, individual artists get funded and uh, you know uh, build on bos instead of uh, uh, just kind of taking uh, funds and, you know, uh, not getting any value to the ecosystem. So the system that is being designed, it's like a miniature version of CDAO for individual artists, which you will see very soon.
1: Uh, And then just to uh, restate your second question, that is what, uh, yes, you're right, there is a lot of conversations going on in the OG chat, so let's provide some clarity on... um, the voting criteria, and then also a few safeguards that are probably noteworthy for this. So um, the voting criteria is to have an I am human SBT. That's it. Uh, Once you have that, and when voting is happening, you will be asked to bond uh, an amount of near. We're still polling the community of what that explicit amount is. A bond is a temporary deposit. that will be refunded to you uh, after the elections are over. But if you carry out any voting manipulation, vote buying, any fraudulent electoral activities, that bond will not be returned. It is a, uh, you know, a financial disincentive to make the cost of voting manipulation more difficult on people looking to carry that out. Again, it isn't the perfect solution there is never a perfect solution when it comes to vote manipulation Um, you can look at the centuries of democracy that have occurred uh, to highlight that but there are going to be penalties in place if you look at traditional voting in uh, the us if you carry out voter fraud you can go to prison for two years Um, now in a decentralized environment like this, what are incentives you can create? So we're exploring a lot of things here. We're questioning the community as well and their inputs. But if you know people are uh, caught doing voter fraud, be it a candidate or a voter, in addition to having your SBTs removed and your ability to vote removed and ability to run removed, you will also be barred for a period of time from requesting funding from the NDC. Uh, you know, uh, changing user behavior, uh, the only way to do that is to balance incentives and disincentives. Uh, that's the only really, w- like, way in the grand scheme of things to to impact it. Um So, yeah, hopefully those answer the the questions you've had specifically. Any accounts uh, or wallets caught in violation of voting manipulation will uh, have their votes nullified and uh, will be removed from the pool of voters. Uh, And, you know, further repercussions will occur to those people. If there is substantial evidence linking candidates to that as well, those candidates will also be penalized uh, with, you know, significant repercussions that, that come at hand. We want to clean and fair election, and we'll do as much as we possibly can to effect that. Now, you know, rest assured, we have additional safeguards within the governance and legal framework, because it comes back down to the the analogy I've said a few times now, we're trying to ensure that a fox doesn't get into a hen house, but we can't ultimately stop that. But we can ensure that fox takes no hen once they're in there. And this is where the you know, the trust legal entity that we have and the trustees that we have play a part. This is where the checks and balances we have. This is where we have the ability for the voting body to dissolve whole government bodies of government come into play. There's a lot of safeguards in play. And that doesn't mean people won't try it and test it and try to abuse it. That's uh, natural in any system. But uh, we feel confident that we have spent a lot of time, months, if not even close to a year, thinking through these safeguards and they will be constantly evolving. It's not an end state. Uh, democracy and governance is, a, a, you know, an a iterative and evolutionary process. But uh, we feel very confident
2: in the first elections and the future elections going forward. Love it. Thank you so much for this contribution, Light. Thank you so much for great questions oof we've been live over an hour now what a great space a uh, couple things i would want to say before we wrap it up oh i see Russ dropped let me bring him back up but uh for the continuation of this twitter spaces so on uh, on thursday we're going to have a space with ndc on the other platform on near at night this is one of the Twitter space uh shows that we have uh specifically on near so i just pinned up the link in the pin tweet so feel free to set reminders it's uh, going to be a space dedicated to a house of merit hosted by usual near night hosts but uh, well, it should be very interesting i'll definitely be there and uh, the other thing um as many of you probably know i do have a personal project as well where I run a series of Twitter spaces similar to Near at Night, uh, Chill and Chill. And uh, tomorrow we also going to have a space there uh, as like my personal initiative. I have organized a bunch of candidates to come together and talk about their visions, uh, their plans and all that. So I'm not going to pin it up here, but the WAX account is somewhere there in the listeners. Feel free to check it out, send reminders as well and come. Uh, In general, as a whole ecosystem, I guess we're trying to make sure we amplify these elections as much as possible from all the platforms that we have available. And uh, yeah, that being said, you know, thank you everybody for coming here. Especially, thank you to all the community leaders who have brought their communities on the space and, you know, shared our space with uh, their people. Thank you for everybody who. Came up to ask questions and uh, contributed to the conversation, as well as our amazing speakers, Sahil, Illuminati. Thank you guys for being here. And uh, yeah, just gonna open up the mic for everyone to say whatever they want to say before we wrap up the space, and uh, we'll wrap it up after.
3: Well, nothing much from my side. Um, we would require. Uh, as uh, a community a lot of uh, uh, support and guidance from other people in the ecosystem as well because creators now, we don't want to just uh, exist a- in a silo you know we're all growing together so um, I would personally I have personally reached out to a lot of people for uh, support and guidance and understanding how we can build things better and um, I would love uh, to get more feedback and you know, ideas from uh, other OGs and uh, not an OG, just community member who can see that, you know, this is the way that we can do things in a better manner. So uh, please feel free to reach out for any suggestions um, from your side of how we can make uh, CEDAW and the ecosystem better from our side.
5: Thank you. I had just a really short one. I, I want to make sure people are aware of this. Uh, if you're, If you're in the space here, and you do care about NEAR, and, you know, capital for gas is a problem for you. I'm not a rich man. I'm not a bank. But if anybody is ever prevented from doing what they want to do on NEAR from a lack of gas, you're welcome to message my account. Um, like I said, I'm not a rich guy, but, you know, I genuinely believe in the NEAR ecosystem. So if that means that I can do that by investing in your transactions on chain, then I'm, I'm very happy to do that. So let's support each other and, you know, continue focusing on what we believe in here.
4: Love it. Love it. Great piece, Sheldon. Just to be super brief, just want to thank everybody. You're spending some time with us today. You know, you could have been anywhere, but you spent some time with us as we talk through Creatives now, updates, election overview, um, and yeah, thankful for all the panelists coming up today, you know, really giving us some A1 game and, you know, excited to continuously share more of these spaces. We have elections in less than 30 days, or 30 days right on the dot, but Guys, if you haven't already, be sure to go out, claim your OG SBT, And if you've been sitting on the sidelines, just hiding, hey, should I, should I run? Should I not run? I definitely implore you to run. You know, we need the community to really step up and make this a more inclusive, inviting, and all together revitalize the uh, the near ecosystem. Really, history is being made here. And we really want to walk hand in hand with each of you as we give uh, of everybody in the space. And uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I appreciate being on here as always. Um, I want to say my door is always open. If you want to run, if you want to put together a, a group that requests funding, if you have any questions, um, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Um, I'm here for you. And I'm always looking forward to the next one. Um, You know, if you are somebody who is planning on running, please do get in touch with Wax or Russ or any other members of the NDC team. And let's uh, bring some more uh, projects and uh, prospective candidates on board to do more spaces. Uh, The NDC is the community. So, uh, you know, let's get all the voices out there.
2: Yep, as well as stay tuned for our future spaces since spaces with the candidates official ndc debate spaces are coming very soon and uh, yeah i'm gonna leave it here thanks everybody for coming and we're gonna end the space